Hello and welcome to the L&D Podcast Academy. My name is Connor Sweetman and my job is to teach you how to harness the power of podcasting in your L&D department. And this is episode four, the final episode. In our first episode, we learned the five steps of podcast design. In episode two, we spoke about interviewing. And last time on episode three, we learned the three elements of storytelling. This week, we're going to learn how to build an audience. And my guest is Neil Umurku. Hello, my name is Neil Umurku, and I am a Wim Hof Method instructor. Neil runs a successful alternative health business in Ireland, and he has a podcast, the Breathe with Neil podcast. One of the biggest challenges for any podcaster is building an audience. Most of the time, you're going to be starting from scratch. When Neil started his podcast, he didn't have to start from scratch because he had already spent years building a large following on Instagram to promote his business. So he had an audience, and then the podcast was something new that he could offer them. I asked Neil to take me back to when he was starting from scratch and what were some of the tactics he used to build his audience. Yeah, it's a, it's, it seems like a long time ago, but it's a very slow build. So it's tiny, tiny steps frequently every day. So in when I first, you know, so four or five years ago when I was trained to be a Wim Hof Method instructor, I remember we were, you know, we were just finishing our last piece of the instructor training and this um, brilliant instructor who was also very savvy on social media, which are two different things. You know, you might have somebody that's an expert in their field, but they might not be very good. It's at marketing or social media. But this fellow's name is Casper van der Mulen, and he's, you know, he's very good at, at all aspects of it. And he said it's a challenge and he said, Look, I challenge you to post every single day on social media for 30 days about Wim Hof Method. And if you can't say one thing interesting about the Wim Hof Method once a day, then you shouldn't be an instructor. So that kind of got me into the rhythm of posting every single day, trying to find interesting things to say, seeing what people were actually interested in and how they reacted to it. And that kind of 30 days by the end of it I was into a rhythm. I was into a way of doing it. And that's just something that I kept kept going. It's it's small steps every day, finding out through that, you know, what people are actually interested, what the, you know, and, and experimenting. My my whole thing is I always like trying different things all the time, new things all the time, changing all the time. And um in that in that kind of change and movement, you find amazing treasures and there's lots of crap that doesn't work as well <laughs> um so just to pull a lesson from that for our listeners it seems maybe a good way to, for budding podcasters to think about it is that if you have a podcast in whatever niche it could be knitting it could be travel uh it could be liverpool football club whatever it is if you're able to post or create a small bit of content whether it be an instagram post a tweet uh if you like it's a great challenge you know if you can't do that for 30 days in a row maybe you shouldn't be dedicating so much time to to, to this endeavor yeah it's a it's a great way because it immediately it teaches you so many lessons very quickly you know either you aren't it's not the thing you want to do 
or it is the thing you want to do. You know, so at the end of that 30 days, you have a much clearer picture of how deep your commitment to it is. Yeah, because I think um, I, I definitely uh, much prefer the creation part. Um, and when it comes to marketing and stuff, it kind of just feels like a task I have to do, like a little bit of, uh, oh, okay, I've done the fun part, now I have to do this. And I just wonder, is there a way that you think about it or is there a way that you could reframe that? Because I'm sure there's parts of it that you like more than others. So, But I just wonder how you blend the two. Yeah, I remember years and years ago, and this will answer your question in a roundabout way, uh, we emigrated to America in the 1980s. And I left school here in Port Marnock in, in Dublin and arrived in this big school in America. And they could all do joint writing. And I immediately was like way behind. And my mom kind of got the books and we did it at home. And in my mind, I couldn't get it until she said, it's just like drawing. And I love drawing. And then it was like, just like drawing. And then I could do it, no bother. And with something like this, it's just finding the thing that makes it really accessible to you and that you enjoy. So if the marketing part of it seems like a chore, but the creation of the of the podcast is what you want, one way to look at it is the marketing is just another creative exercise. You know, so take the things that you love about creating the podcast and apply them to the marketing. So maybe it is you don't copy every other person's way of marketing, but maybe you take the things like creating little audio clips or sound bites or whatever it is and really do them in a way that you'd like to listen to them. And this is where the experimentation comes in. Obviously, you want to keep an eye on who the market leaders are and all those types of things, but make something that would be interesting to you, even on the marketing side of it, and experiment. And again, you'll throw loads of stuff up there and you'll see very quickly what works. Hmm. And what, if any, are the differences between you know, marketing a business and marketing a podcast? I suppose it depends on everybody's, everybody's business is probably different. But for me, they're a reflection of the same thing. You know, the, the podcast is a little bit of an experience of what people get when they, when I work with them. And that's, you know, another part of it. I want people when they finish the podcast to feel different, not just, oh, I've listened to something informative or interesting. I want them to actually feel that they have the power within them by using their breath to change how they feel and how they think. So it's given them a sense of that. And I think then, and that's really what the business is based on, empowering people to learn how to breathe in a way that changes, transforms them. So the podcast is like a little flavor of that. Yeah, so it's a much more holistic approach. Like the podcast isn't just a separate thing. You know, it's kind of a piece of the jigsaw. It's a piece of the jigsaw that somebody, I remember reading a piece of research that LinkedIn did years ago, probably five years ago. And they were saying that people would need to be in contact or a point of contact with, with a business 10 times before they purchase something. So I think that's probably relevant today as well, Some something in that realm. So somebody might see a post from me, they might get an email, they might hear me on the radio. And then if they see the podcast, it's just another one of those ways in which they kind of have a, a point of contact with me. And I think another, and then eventually, you know, those lead to building of trust and, and people wanting to kind of come and experience something deeper. But I think one of the things that has really struck me since we started doing the podcast, and I think I talked to you about this before, 
is that what I've realized is that there have come, so many opportunities have come from the podcast. People have said to me in the first line of the email, I heard your podcast. In a way that other content doesn't reach people. And it got me thinking about how important it is to hear someone's voice. We've evolved over millions and millions of years to be brilliant at assessing very quickly what we think of some somebody for good and for bad for survival for you know for whatever it is and I think a big part of that not fully but a big part of that is we can tell so much from someone's voice so I think if somebody had seen me in a video or on a post on Instagram whatever it is they have some understanding of what you might be like but if they hear you talking for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes across a few episodes they actually have a much deeper understanding of the person that you might be and then that's easier that trust is is built easier upon that and then a transaction or whatever it is is built upon that as well That was Neil Umorku You can learn more about his work including his podcast by visiting his website breathewithneil.com Thank you very much for joining me on the L&D Podcast Academy. I hope you now feel much better equipped to begin your podcasting journey. If you like the series, please connect with me on LinkedIn and tell me about your new podcast. Until we meet again, I've been Connor Sweetman and you've been listening to the L&D Podcast Academy. <laughs>